five, four, three. You're going so slow. Two, one. Happy. Here, mother and I are getting a divorce. Happy New Year. Oh. Happy New Year, everybody, from <laughs> Into the Time Night. It is 2024, officially. We're actually recording this on January 1st, 2024. It's the beginning of a new year. I'm glad you're here. I'm Baby New Year Zach. And I'm Baby New Year Steven. And thank you for joining us for just a few moments to ring in 2024. May 2024 will be the four-year anniversary of us beginning You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, our first podcast together, and 2024 is the fifth calendar year that we've podcasted during. So 2020, wow. 2021, 22, 23, 24. Isn't that kind of nuts? That's kind of wild. Yeah, it's a little wild that we're going we have on a, four we almost have years, a, five a, calendar a four years. four-year-old. Well, yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. <laughs> We've managed to keep the little butt baby you gave birth to <laughs> under wraps all this time. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for hanging out with us. Let's begin this little short hangout session by shouting out our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Those people are, of course, Mary Baker Budisa. Danny Woo. M. Lugo, Justin Woo. Fortier, Lil Woo. S. Haker, and the Woo. return of the reigning champion, Autumn Marsh. Woo. Thank you to all those people for supporting us on the $10 and up level. And starting at $5 a month, you can support us over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast to get early access of this podcast, our live weekly pre-show, you can't disappoint pre-show that we do before we record the podcast, and all of our Patreon exclusive podcasts like the full run of Brokeback Bebop and The Basement are that 70s show rewatch podcast. You know, Zach, I have a very special resolution this year. I was going to actually ask that exact thing if you were a resolution guy, which I don't think you actually are. You know, uh, I've decided that one of my resolutions is I am going to be a resolution guy. And I've decided, Zach, mm -hmm. yes, I will go steady with you. That's my resolution to go the steady with you. The offer stopped standing sophomore <laughs> year of high school. It should not have taken you this long to decide. All I asked for was some time to make a decision and you gave me that. So I've decided. How yes. do you feel, Stephen? Do you feel like, and I already know the answer is no, do you think there's any power to the ending and beginning of a new year? Or do you think that's just like human will getting a little boost at that time of year because you're like, well, I've been fucking up for the last 11 months. So let's give it a new shot. Or do you think there is some type of power to the new year? You know, I will say there has been one year where I like started a new year with like motivation and like sure. I feel like I really did it. And that was a couple years ago. When you moved to Chicago? Was it that year? No, it was actually right after the pandemic. I was like, oh, I came sure. back really inspired in like 2021. I was like, yeah, kick ass. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go for you? Pretty well. Yeah. You know. I guess you did have a lot of like career and personal life growth. Is that the year that you started yeah. dating Danny? Yeah. And is that the year that you became like top dog at your at your dance studio? And Pretty much. Yeah, that's gonna be my New Year's resolution then. Become in 2023, top dog at my dance wait, it's studio. 2024. In 2024, I'm putting it down on the books so I make <laughs> sure it happens this year. In 2024, I begin a romantic relationship with Danny M. Lugo, mm -hmm. and I become top dog at Chicago Dance Academy. If I did it, so can you. What about you, Zach? 
I do have a New Year's resolution this year, and I don't really put power into the new year, but you do kind of get a little boost when the new year Mm -hmm. starts, and I want to make better choices. And my big one this year, if I can stick to it, and I'm really going to try to, I am such a horrendous nail biter. I always Mm. have been, and it's literally one of those things. I think it's so gross and off-putting when other people do it, but it's like a nervous anxiety tick that I have that I can't, I literally can't control it. I've done it I my just entire think, Zach, life. Though that it's it's an interesting choice that you only bite other people's nails, never yeah. your own. Just the toes. <laughs> Give me them toes. <laughs> exactly. I think it's so beach, gross, and I've done it my whole life pretty much. And it's time to not do that anymore because yeah. I feel like I over the last couple years I've said this a bunch. You know how they say your brain is fully developed when you turn twenty five. Mm-hmm. I that that's two years ago for me now. But when I turned twenty five that year, I feel like I felt a mental shift in my head. I feel like I felt mm-hmm. like not an automatic click, but like a gradual oh. I'm realized, you know, and Mm -hmm. I've become more of an adult. I can take care of myself better. I can make better choices. I can hold more accountability than I used to when I was younger, but I'm still like a little kid biting my nails all the time. So I'm going to try to stop that this year. Now, are you going to do, you know, sometimes when when kids are biters, they do different things to get them to stop. I've seen the hot sauce method. I've seen the pinching the jowl. Oh, it's where I don't think if the a hot sauce like, method would help. You're, you're trying to make my fingernails more tasty. Well, I'm gonna send you some over the bomb beyond insanity uh-huh. and just cover yeah. your fingernails in it. So everything you do, you're just burned to shit. Yeah. Don't pick your nose. Don't rub your eye. You're done. I don't know if I'm gonna do anything like that. I think I'm just gonna try really hard not to do it. And if that doesn't work, I'll resort to covering <laughs> my nails in. <laughs> I don't know. Battery acid. Black tar heroin. Black tar heroin. (laughs) Won't touch the stuff anymore. (laughs) So what's your actual New Year's resolution? You said it worked out well the last time you tried. Do you have a specific, this is what this year Uh, is supposed to be? I think this year it's mostly just being on top of my sleep schedule. Because I think that... That's a good I one for you. Get sick a whole lot less if I slept a decent amount on a consistent basis. I've been saying that to you for so long. Not just the sick thing, but just the... <laughs> I am a nine hours, eight hours of sleep boy, yeah. and I have been preaching the importance of that for a long time. And it is. I think it's so important, and it it affects a lot about your day and your life if you just feel well-rested. Yeah. Couldn't tell you what that feels like. I haven't been yeah. well-rested since I was, like, four. I have never done a podcast with Steven, like, in the middle of the day without him having just woken up <laughs> or needing to go to sleep directly after it's done, mm-hmm. right? Well, I hope that works out for you. Do you have any strategy? Is there anything specific you're going to do? I'm just going to go to bed. (sighs) I understand where you come from, though, because you have such a busy schedule and such a long day. And you really want, like, six to eight hours at home as a part of your day to enjoy your hobbies and the things that you like to do. And sometimes sleep can be what you cut out to make time for that. But it's really important to get a good night's sleep. The wee hours, the only hours that I really feel like are my own. Well, here in our reality, in the quote-unquote real world, it is a Mm -hmm. new year. It is 2024. But inside the time knife, it's always Jeremy Baramy, right? There's no new year inside the time knife. Time is all at once, you know? Mm -hmm. So putting all that human stuff aside, it's been too long really, since this Good Place Rewatch podcast has been consistently recapping The Good Place. I don't know. I feel like in the last 
two months, we've probably done two episodes of the Actual Good Place. Actual episodes of the Good Place? Yes. Yeah. And it's time to get back into that, don't you think? I think it is time. We've had a busy couple weeks, you know, with all the holidays, and then we both got sick. We're both kind of still shaking off the sick a little bit, but we're back, and my New Year's resolution, let's make a New Year's resolution for the podcast, okay? Okay. Mine is just that this is going to be the best year for our podcasting enterprise yet, both as we wrap up the good place and then later this year as we begin whatever comes next. I think we're going to see the most growth both in numbers and in professionalism. Ooh, professionalism. What about you? Is your I'll New Year's resolution for the podcast to quit? Time. <laughs> it's to slide my two weeks notice seductively under your door in a way that that you know warms your heart and arouses you a little bit. No, I think my resolution for the podcast is the same. I just want growth and excitement and I'm excited for I'm the type of person that, you know, loves finishing a show. It's just such a good feeling I get when like I'm watching something and I can wrap it up. Market is yeah. completed on my my checklist, you know. So I'm excited to land the plane and then get right back on another one and take off again. I hear you because I agree. It's so supremely satisfying to mark that last episode as mm -hmm. watched. And with community, having podcasted every episode, it's like taking your orgasm to the next level yeah. because we put in so many hours and hours and hours of thinking about the show. And then we finished it in a way that felt grand to us in a way mm -hmm. that felt big. And I'm excited to get to do that again in a couple months with a good place. Not that I'm yeah. not bittersweet about running out of episodes of the show because I've mm -hmm. had so much fun like diving deep into the show, but it's going to be special. Lil's yeah. parents just finished watching The Good Place for the first time wow. and they really loved it. And then I asked them what they thought about the ending and I feel like this is a hot take. They said, nah. Wow. They said the show was really, really great. And then to them, it felt like they just rushed into an ending. Interesting. And I don't remember feeling that way at all. So I'm mm -hmm. kind of excited to watch it from that perspective to see if yeah. I think it sucks now, too. My God. It Can you imagine we going to be this and we fucking hate the ending nah, now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you give our compatriots, our listeners, our loyal viewers a few parting words of wisdom to get this year kicked off for them before we head out and get ready to kick off the rest of the final season of The Good Place next week. You know, as we... Venture into this new calendar cycle. Yes. Election year. That's scary. Ooh. Election years are always scary. It's going to be so annoying. It's, it's going to be, be awful. a mess. Jesus Christ. Time to, time to find out who to block this year on social media. Just can't block we people. I just We were podcasting them. during the last election cycle. Yeah, we were. And as much as like we do, we were pretty involved in talking about it. Mm -hmm. That's such a like little kid, Zach and Steven from four years ago thing. Cause I'm just pre-exhausted about it this yeah, year. I'm not I'm already tired. looking forward to diving into it this year. <laughs> Register to vote. Shout out to the, uh, the Romans for our calendar, our 12 month calendar system. Shout you out know, July and August only cause of them. So if you're born really? during those months, yeah, Julius and Augustus Caesar, they got their own month. I always thought it was named after Augustus Gloop. It, actually, yeah, the, the Roald Dahl character. In memory of the boy who drowned in chocolate. <laughs> R.I.P. The boy, you know, if Harry Potter's the boy who lived, Augustus Gloop is the boy who didn't. So, you know, with that being said... <laughs> 
from the inside the no, time. No, no, no. We can, we, guys, if you want more of us before we come back with The Good Place next week, remember, check us out at patreon.com slash podcast. And Stephen, where else can the people find us? Well, if you want to powder our in art liquid chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to just take your last gasp of breath and it just be a Nutella sludgy mess come follow us over on twitter and instagram over at time knife pod we're also on youtube where you can find the video companion to this (laughs) you can see even though they're kind of blocked off obviously we got gooby but one of my christmas presents was this really neat bart doll that's from 1990 this is from like like the first year of the simpsons and it's like bart's shirt was blue in the very beginning he doesn't look like this anymore that looks like it's it's made with lead i love that Look, like got me paint. all kinds of cool old school Simpson stuff. I That's got cool these, as fuck. these two packs of unopened trading cards from 1990 that were, I opened one of them Hell and I yeah. kept the other one closed that was really neat. And these keychains that are from the beginning and one of them's of the whole family and it's from 1989, which is the year that the show premiered in December for Christmas. Holy shit. And it's got shit. like the really wonky animation style on it. That's that a is pretty super present. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, from inside Stevens Nutella Fountain. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Old Sang wow, what's the name of the New Year song? Old oh, Lang da, da, Sign. Is that da, what it is? Or da, da, Old Sign Lang? Something Lane? like that. So Ching yes. Lang, the singer of Unraveled from Tokyo. Thank you Ghoul. for joining us for a few minutes at the beginning of another year. We're very excited to bring you the rest of the final season of Into the Time Knife throughout the first part of 2024. Steven. Get us out of here. From inside the time knife. Black Lives Matter. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And we'll see you next week. Have a great week. We love ya. Support your local library. Have you seen Home Alone 2 recently? Not recently. That's the Donald Trump one, right? (laughs) Yeah, but he's in it for like two seconds. Most importantly, it's the Tim Curry one. The moment when... Tim Curry. It, okay, so the iconic scene in that movie is he's the birds. using Feeding Kevin. The birds, no, the <laughs> Kevin's using a movie on TV to be uh, scary to oh, the people. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna shoot you with my Tommy gun. And Tim Curry and Rob Schneider and all the hotel staff are there. And he says, "Get on your knees and tell you, you tell me you love me." And Tim Curry gets on his knees and he goes, "I love you." <laughs> and that's what I thought of when I told the audience that I loved him. Oh. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye, Tim Curry. He's not dead yet. He's in rough shape, but he's he's still hanging on. This will be our year. Took a long time to come. And I won't forget the way you helped me up when I was done. And I won't forget the way you said, darling, I love you. You gave me faith to go. This will be our year.